Hey, everybody. I'm Jen Garrett. My passion for football and pushing boundaries has helped me to create a successful business using the same performance building principles of the world's best players. Through my Move the Ball book, workshops, and consulting work, I've used the same system to help thousands of people to think and execute like a pro athlete when it comes to business and branding. Now, I'm on a mission to help you utilize those tools and strategies to elevate your hustle and get you across the goal line. So get ready. It's time to suit up, to show up, and to move the ball. Hey, ballers. It's great to be back with you for another episode of Move the Ball. And it's also the final episode of season three. If this is your first time listening, welcome. And if you've been a part of the Move the Ball movement for quite some time, welcome back. As you all know, on this podcast, we talk about business, branding, sports, and of course, how to move the ball. I say this at the end of every season. It's hard to believe that this is the season finale, and it always just seems like things move so quickly. So also, before you know it, season four will be here. That being said, if you haven't already subscribed to the podcast, make sure that you hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you are listening to the show on so you don't miss it when season four kicks off. And of course, during this off season, if there are some episodes that you didn't get to listen to yet from the season or even from seasons one and two, go back and check those out. Now, this podcast has definitely been a journey over the past three seasons. The day after the Super Bowl in 2020, that's when I kicked off the show and we had Chris Leak, the quarterback who led Florida to win a BCS championship during the 2006 football season on the show. And then fast forward, we've come all the way to where we've ended this season with my last guest being Irving Fryer, who was the number one overall pick in the NFL draft in 1984. He was a five-time pro bowler and he had a 17-year NFL career. When you look back at all that's taken place throughout the past three seasons, I mean, for me, I just think about how interesting of a ride it's been. And I hope you've enjoyed it too. If you're fairly new to listening to the show, let me just share a little bit more about kind of what we've done over the past three seasons. Every year we do a path to the draft series in the spring, and it's always neat to see the players who are getting ready for the draft or combine training, them talking about that journey, and then see them through the draft process and their transition into the NFL, and then just to continue to see them in their next chapter as professional football players. So I've always loved that experience each of the three seasons. And then when you look at the guests who are currently veterans in the league or who have retired from playing ball and the perspectives that they share, it's pretty neat to get their insights and have them just open up on their perspectives on how they've been successful and how they've moved the ball. But this show just isn't about sports and players. We've had other people on the show as well, business owners. We've had trainers on the show who coach and who work with some of the top elite athletes in the business. We've had some agents on the show who share their journey and what they think you need to do to be successful in the sports agency world. And then on the business side too, we've had quite a number of successful entrepreneurs, including two CEOs who are featured on the award-winning show Undercover Boss. We've had some Fortune 500 C-suite executives on as well, and many business leaders. So it's been a great cross-section of guests on the show since the Move the Ball podcast inception back in 2020. Now, this is the final episode of the season. And just like in prior seasons, I always end things highlighting some of my favorite clips from the past year. There have been so many great conversations on the show. And while I would have loved to include many, many more clips in this episode, I kind of had to narrow it down so this wouldn't be a super, super long episode. So we've got seven of my favorite episodes here, but it's not all inclusive of my favorite. So 
If you like what you hear in these snippets, go back and listen to their full episodes. Each show is filled with some great stories, as well as some interesting nuggets that will help you and give you some ideas on how you can move the ball. And then all the shows this season, I mean, no matter which one you pick to listen to, you're going to get great value from it. So I would encourage you just to check out any of the shows that look at the show, guess, look at the descriptions of the show. And if it seems of interest to you, go have a listen to that. You won't be disappointed. So now let's get into the highlights. This first clip that I wanted to share with you is with sports agent and former football player, Javon Barnes. Javon played in the NFL. He's represented clients such as Jarvis Landry and also Devin Hester and so many more. So have a listen to this clip. Oh, yeah. You definitely have to be strong to uh, survive survive in this business. Don't lose yourself. You know, rejection is going to come. Not everybody's going to sign with you. There's a lot of smoke and mirrors in this business. There's a lot of flash and there's a lot of misinformation and that guys are pushing out there. But don't lose yourself and don't sacrifice integrity. That is my my biggest advice for anybody trying to get into this business. You can really sell your soul and, and trying to get a couple top talented guys. And then next thing you know, you know, you're behind the eight ball because, hey, man, you reap what you sow. You know, so you definitely don't want to lose yourself. Always, and again, I, I say this all the time to young people, you always can learn. Don't, don't go into a situation thinking that you know it all. You know, you can always learn a little bit more about the CBA. You can always learn a little bit more about the game of football. You can always learn a little bit more about you know, how people move and what make pe- people tick. You know, you can learn more about people. You'll learn more about different types of people, you know, different races, different I mean, people from different areas. You have to be a sponge. And I think in today's society, people come into situations thinking, oh, man, I got all the answers. And if, you, if you're doing this and you think you have all the answers, you're going to find out real quick that you don't. I included this episode with Javon for a few reasons. One, a lot of people reach out to me and they want to work with me on helping them to pursue a job in the sports industry. And as you know, sports is a tough business. So I wanted to include this clip just as a reminder that you've got to be able to face rejection in sports, but honestly, in any industry, but it does happen more so in sports. It's a highly competitive area. So I wanted to just put this out there, you know, just as a reminder that no matter what profession you're in, Learn how to take rejection. It's okay. We're all going to face rejection as we go along our path. And the other thing that I think is important from this episode is regardless of what profession you're in, you can never compromise your integrity or do anything that could tarnish or jeopardize your brand just to make a sale or to close a deal. I mean, that isn't worth it. And it always catches up with you. So just remember that. This next clip is with Indianapolis Colts linebacker Zaire Franklin. Zaire was drafted by the Colts in the 2018 draft. He's in his fifth year in the league, and he's one of the Colts team captains. So have a listen to the snippet. Let's just talk about the sport of football for a minute. I ask this question all the time of guests on my show. Uh, Many people know that I've been a student of the game since I was four years old. I wrote this book called Move the Ball, which kind of kicked off this whole movement. From your perspective, what are some of the strategies and lessons that you've learned from the game that you feel have helped you to be successful and will continue to help you to be successful? Oh, that's a great question. I would say one of the most things is just how to assess a play, whether good or bad, 
learn from it and then move on from it. I think that's just something that there's a lesson that a lot of people don't learn, you know, throughout life is just how to when you something when you have an experience, you know, taking what's needed to learn from it, whether it's a victory or, you know, technically a loss, get the lesson out of it regardless and moving on. It's so many things. I, I mean, football has taught me so much about life. I would say another big thing was how to watch somebody else's mistakes and learn from it and not to repeat those type of things, how to learn from the guy in front of you. Um, in the NFL, you come to learn that, you know, reps are scarce, you know, especially as a seventh round pick. You know, I was like the 11th draft pick that year. You know, I was like the last guy that they got in and, you know, I wasn't getting as many reps. So I knew when I got out there, I had to really maximize my opportunities. So I think just one of the biggest things for me was just really watching and learning from the guys ahead of me, um, learning what they did good and also learning from what they did bad. So I didn't make similar mistakes. So, and I feel like that could apply in a lot of different terms of business. You know, when you, kind of watching, you know, the the marketplace and, and watching your peers and different people do certain things. It, even if somebody's in a different industry as you, you can learn from, you know, kind of how they carry their business, how they market their business, you know, how they structure certain things from it and, and kind of make it your own. And also you can learn from some bad things too and seeing how like some people kind of just let certain things slip and didn't really take advantage of certain opportunities and how it ended up to their downfall. So I feel like football has taught me so much about life and so much about business. It's like, Honestly, one of the greatest tools, lessons, in my opinion. Next up is a short clip from an episode that I did during my path to the draft series this year with former Alabama defensive back Jalen Armour Davis. Jalen was drafted in the fourth round of the 2022 NFL draft, and he currently plays for the Baltimore Ravens. What is the best piece of advice you would give someone? To continue to go forward, or as you would say, continue to move the ball. Life is going to come at you fast, and you can only control the things that you can control. So don't look for other things that you can't control. Find a way to continue to go forward. Great piece of advice. And then also, what's the best piece of advice that you've been given by a coach? Be where your feet are. Very simple. The last answer. Yeah, be where your feet are. Control what you can control. When you realize that you can do that, once you start to control what you can control, all the other things you can't control, you don't even you don't even see them anymore. I wanted to include this segment as 2022 has been a challenging year for all of us. There's a lot going on in the environment that we can't control. We have inflation that's out of control. We have the stock market decline and there's so much more. It's been a tough time for a lot of people. And so during this time, we always have to remember that we have to focus on the things that we can control and to fully be present, be where our feet are and do what we can to move the ball. But always don't get distracted by that noise. Focus on the things that you have control and influence over. And when you do that, that's when you're going to continue to see that progress that you're looking for each day. This next clip is with NFL defensive back, Stephen Parker. Have a listen. I would say the top one is just finish. You always hear coaches preach on finish, finish, finish the rep, finish the set, because everything that we do in life, we have to finish it. If you go halfway and the finish line is just a couple feet away, then you almost just failed yourself because you're looking right there at the end or at the end of the tunnel and you didn't put forth the effort in order to just get it done, finish the rep and make sure that it's all the way through. So I feel like that's like really the biggest thing for me that I always put in football is just finish and just knowing that once you finish, it's going to come back and it's going to be the reward that you reap. You got to control what you can control and finish whatever you set out to do. Too many people start things and then they become distracted and they don't complete the task. So this is just a little nudge for you to make sure that you're finishing those things that you need to get done every day. And it's easier to get things done and to 
finish them if you have the right people in your corner. So have a listen to this next clip with former Auburn running back Ronnie Brown, who was drafted as the number two overall NFL pick in the 2005 NFL draft by the Miami Dolphins. And Ronnie played in the NFL for 10 seasons. And I think it goes back to the old saying, iron sharpens iron. Mm -hmm. And so when you're around good group of people, it pushes you to be your best. And so, you know, through sports, through being a competitor, you know, I always wanted to compete. I always wanted to be the best. I always wanted to, you know, be appreciated for the efforts that I put in and, you know, how tough that is. And so, you know, like you said, when you talk about Cadillac, I knew how good a player he was as soon as he stepped on campus. And so, you know, for me, I'm like, well, if I'm going to be able to compete with this guy, I got to bring my best every day. And so, mm-hmm. you know, he made me up my level of play. He made me prepare better. He made me do better. He made me challenge myself. And so just the way that he approached it and so many other guys, you know, having those guys, you know, to challenge you, you know, and it's not necessarily about other people, but it's about pushing yourself to be your best. Because I think we all understand when we have done our best and when we haven't. And so, you know, you have coaches, you know, that want to push you and you can fake it and grunt and moan and act like you're giving a little bit more, but you know, Mm -hmm. deep down inside when you could have tried harder. And so when you get people to put you, you know, in situations where you're challenging yourself, you're trying to beat your best, Mm -hmm. that's just self-beneficial, you know? And and I think, you know, people say it all the time, like that you're a reflection of your circle, Mm -hmm. especially like the five most people that you hang or share your time with. And so, you know, just knowing that and being intentional about that, that's something that I've also learned. And I think it's important. I think people know that they've heard that type of a saying before, like who you surround yourself with matters. You're the average of the five people you're around and things. But putting that into practice can sometimes be a little bit more difficult because people have people that they've gravitated towards earlier in the career. Maybe those aren't the right people to get you where you want to go in the next phase of your life. And so that's something that I've really been getting people to just continue assess who is in your network, who are you spending your time with, and are those the right people to get you to where you want to go? And if they've been the same great people since day one, and you guys have the same goals and are still in contact today, great. But if you're looking at doing something different, maybe you need to shift that circle. I mean, for me, when I was in the corporate space, I surrounded myself with great corporate people. When I made the jump to go and be an entrepreneur, all those people that I had hung around with were Fortune 50 corporate executives. They were not entrepreneurs. It's a very different mindset. So I just share that with people to think about. Like sometimes you do need to change the circle as well. I mean, you bring up a very valid point in that who you surround yourself with, those five people, it doesn't have to be five. It could be seven or 10, but those close people in your circle are the ones that are really going to determine whether or not you're performing at your best and you're doing all that you can every day to move the ball. On the show a few weeks back, I brought back a guest who had been on both seasons one and season two, and he's the only guest to make an appearance on all three seasons of the show. Alex Molden, who was a first round NFL draft pick. He was the 11th overall pick by the Saints. He spent eight years in the league, and now he is a trainer, speaker, podcast host, and so much more. Have a listen to the segment with him. I used to think that I had to be perfect when I stepped on stage, you know, to give these different talks. Um, when I started my podcast that I had to be perfect and I understand who I am. I'm not perfect. I, I have a stuttering problem. It was an issue growing up and sometimes in different situations, it flares up. <laughs> right. And I try to, I mean, there's certain things that I, that I do for, instead of just being quiet and gathering my thoughts. Yeah. I, sometimes I do a, um, or an, and, or, you know, and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. 
I own it. It's 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 not it's not perfect, and neither am I. And there's more people out there that love that refreshing, like telling your truth and owning your truth. There's more people that gravitate towards that in turn, instead of like everything's all perfect. So there are people listening who might have been thinking about writing a book, might have also been thinking about launching a podcast at some point. So what advice would you give to people who are soon to be authors or soon to be podcast hosts about being successful in either of those areas? So what I'm about to say is going to be different than probably any, you know, if you asked that question before, it's going to be different. I have not, by the way, but okay, continue. Okay, cool. And I like different. All right. Yeah, yeah. So number one, before starting anything like this with a book, with a podcast, you're going to be put out there. You're putting yourself in harm's way. You have to be willing to be vulnerable because you're putting your thoughts, your ideas, you're putting them out there to the world. It can be dangerous if you don't know who you are. So understanding, doing deep reflection, deep intentional looking into you, who you are, and it's different than what you do. And there's a lot of people, not just athletes, who get tricked into thinking that their status, which their platform, what they do, even to sometimes their relationships, gets that entangled into becoming who they are. It's not. You need to understand who you are. And when I say like knowing who you are, you have to ask yourself different questions. Like, what do you want to get out? of your book or your podcast? What do you want to get out of your life? Do you want to inspire? Who do you want to inspire? And the things that you have, the struggles that people go through is very inspiring to others. When you look at struggle, when you look at your failures in life, when you look at it, it's not just failures, they're opportunities. When I used to play football, we used to watch film like every day. Soon as you step on the football field in college and in the pros, you're being filmed. So these coaches use this film to be able to find out your character on the football field. Your character is who you are. So they can make better decisions. Can they trust you? Can they trust you in different situations? It's great when everything is all hunky-dory, the sun is out, and you know everybody's doing great, you're winning. But what happens when the pitfalls come, when the roadblocks, when things don't go your way? Who are you? So understanding who you are in different situations and being honest. And it's, let me tell you, it's hard to do that by yourself. That's why I got a coach. I still have a coach. Somebody who doesn't have emotion, there's no emotional ties to it. They just simply look at what you're doing, what you're saying, who you're with. And basically holding up a mirror and say, are you okay with this? So understanding who you are. And then from there, who do you want to serve? Who do you want to benefit? What magic do you have that the world needs more of? And this last clip is from Irving Fryer, who I mentioned earlier in the show. He was the last guest on the season. Irv has such great energy. And if there is a show that I would say you definitely should go listen to in its entirety, it's this one. As mentioned earlier, Irv was a number one NFL draft pick, spent 17 years in the league. He's a five-time pro bowler, set many, many records on the field. He's done great things off the field as well. This episode is one that's going to motivate you. It's going to energize you. So have a listen to this clip. 
one of the things that I really thrive on, I guess, is being able to move the ball when I don't feel like it. A lot of people will live their lives based on how they feel. So they won't do certain things. They won't get things accomplished because they don't feel like doing it. They don't feel that they don't have that right energy that they need to feel to continue to move the ball. And I've been able to operate when I was playing ball, even now in the latter part of my life after football to continue to move forward, whether I feel like it or not. (laughs) And you bring up a really great point because something that competitive athletes do is they show up, whether they feel like showing up or not, they show up and they perform. And actually that's the reason why I wrote this new book, or that was the inspiration for the new book was I was at dinner with a sports agent and we were talking about competitive athletes and how they make good employees Mm -hmm. because they always show up ready to perform. Mm -hmm. And so as we were in this conversation, I was thinking about, you know, how am I showing up every day, right? Am I showing up the right way to be able to move the ball? And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to write this book. So at the end of every show, we say, until next time, make sure you suit up, you show up, and you move the ball. And so this book is structured around those three parts, suiting up your mentality, your preparation, showing up the right way. And when you do those things, you will move the ball. So I completely agree with you that you got to show up when you're not feeling it and when you're feeling it both. I wanted to end with this one because you've heard me talk quite a bit about the importance of showing up. And you have to show up not just on the days that you feel like it but especially on the days that you don't. So as we are closing this season, I really want you to take a hard look at how you're showing up every day and make sure that each day you're showing up the right way to be able to move the ball and go after what you want. The subtitle of my new book is How Life Changes When You Show Up. And that's so true. When you show up to each day and you put the right habits and practices in place, you're gonna see the outcomes that you want. That's a big part of how I was able to build this Move the Ball movement and brand from scratch, not knowing anyone in the sports industry to where it's at today. And I share that not to make myself sound good. I still have a long way to go to get to where I want to with this brand. But even in the last year alone, the projects I've been able to work on, the clients that I've had, the players who have stood behind and supported this movement... For me, that's an incredible feeling because I never thought I would be where I'm at today. And it's all about how I showed up. And if you were to tell me when I was that little girl who watched football at four years old, that this is the path that I'd be on, I would have never believed it because I never thought it was possible. Because again, I didn't know anybody in sports. And it doesn't matter if you don't know anybody. It doesn't matter if you don't have any connections. It's about how you show up to each day and what you choose to do to be able to put the things in place that you need to, to get to that level of success that you're looking for. So it's just funny how life takes us in different directions. And again, when you put that plan in place and you show up, you execute that plan, you do see change occur and you see the results that you're looking to achieve. So I just want you to, again, think about how are you showing up every single day? I also want you to think about where are you looking to go? You've got to have that, right? People talk about goals and what are your goals and how it's important to have those. There's truth in that. You need to know where you're looking to go from a business standpoint, from a career standpoint, and from a life standpoint. So get clarity around that and then put together your plan and plan out every single week. I do my planning on Sundays. I plan out the critical things that I need to get done every day for the week. And then I show up to each day and I focus on executing those essential tasks. That's what you also need to do. And you can't bog yourself down with a big old to-do list. You really need to, when I say plan out your week, it's planning out those important things that you need to accomplish for each day. Of course, there are you know tasks we have to do, pay bills, 
go to the grocery store, do all those things. That's important too. But when I say plan out the things that are important, like what are the no kidding things that you need to do every single day so that you can feel like you've moved the ball and made progress on a daily basis. And when you do that, you'll feel good about yourself because you got those things done. And when you do that day after day, you'll get some momentum going and then you'll start to see things happen. You'll be moving forward and you'll be excited. You'll want to do more because you're seeing the progress that you want. So just try this for 30 days and you're going to start to see things shift. And when you do that, again, don't forget to take the time to recognize your progress. Celebrate that and be proud of those small wins too. It's not all about the big plays. It's not all about the Hail Marys. In my Move the Ball book, I talk about getting that next first down, right? You got to focus on just moving incremental movement every single day and celebrating those wins as well. So as we close today's show, if you don't follow me on social media, go check out the show notes and connect with me as I'm always going to be posting motivational stuff, helpful content. I want to make sure that I'm a resource for you to help you to continue to move things forward during the off season. I'm also planning on doing some live sessions during this off season. And so go follow me so you can partake in those as well. Again, I want to be a resource for you. Also, one other thing to mention, the last episode I did on the show was about how to navigate and advance your career. So if that's of interest, go have a listen to that episode. If you think I could help you from a business growth or a branding standpoint, go check out my website, getinsidethehuddle.com. It's also in the show notes. Send me a note or even reach out to me on LinkedIn. I'm always happy to explore how I might be able to help you. One other thing, if you like sports and you haven't read my Move the Ball book, that can be another great tool for you and a fun sports read too. There's a link in the show notes for that. And if you are into the self-development genre of reading, we are getting closer to the launch of my Dominate the Game book. It'll be out in November. So if you're interested in learning more about that book and getting some tips and extra guidance on how to show up before its release and also get some freebies that could be good tools and resources for you, go to the website, dominateandmove.com and join my book launch mailing list and be on the journey with me. Of course, there's a link in the show notes to that. So the takeaway is go check out the show notes. There's all kinds of things there. And then for this book specifically for Dominate the Game, sign up to be on the mailing list with me and I'll be sending out some free stuff and other nuggets that will help you as I'm getting ready to launch the book. So go check out that website too. I always appreciate you listening and for being a part of the Move the Ball movement. You guys are the reason why I have the show. And so I just want to thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to these episodes. And one way that you can help me to move the ball is by sharing this podcast and encouraging others to listen to the show during this off season and before we launch season four. Okay. One more thing, I promise, and that's it. We are now in the fall and the temperature is starting to change. If you're looking for a new sweatshirt for this fall season, go check out the Move the Ball merchandise store. There's a number of different sweatshirts that you can pick up. There's a link where, of course, in the show notes, it's wemovetheball.com. If you enter the promo code SAVE15, all caps, you can get 15% off your order. And if you do pick something up, make sure you send me a picture of it. Let me know that you're rocking the movement so I can give you a shout out and post as well. All right. Thank you again for listening to today's show. And I will catch you when things pick back up next year with season four. Until then, be sure that you listen to prior episodes of the podcast and always make sure that you suit up, you show up and you move the ball. Thank you for listening to Move the Ball. To see more about what I'm up to and how I can help you to move the ball in your business, with your brand or your career, check out my website at www.getinsidethehuddle.com. 
Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so that you never miss an episode. And also join the Move the Ball Facebook group for even more content and to be a part of the Move the Ball movement.